What's that? You know, I, as you not say, Tom, you'll fucking love it. It's those videos on YouTube of people talking like that. Oh right, they talk like this, and it's meant to be very sexy. Well, it's meant to feel. It's meant to feel relaxing, isn't it? It's meant to give you some sort of like physical reaction on the back of your head or something. It stands for was it audio stimulatory yeah. meridian response or something like yeah. that. It meant to give you a bit of a head buzz, but a remarkably high proportion of these videos <laughs> are very sort of attractive young women wearing tight clothing doing it. And Talk- why they don't even need to be videos, it's all about the audio. Talking about your giant man cock. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You are listening to the Too Much Time. Are you dealing with the fact yeah, that I'm doing Dan that just thing. said Giant Mancock? I'm doing that thing again, yeah. Oh, big man. Mancock. Okay, I'll try again. Also, Dan, Giant Mancock as opposed to what other type of cock? <laughs> well, you could have Giant Child Cock, surely. It could just be a cock. Do you regret saying that? Yeah. <laughs> or, or Giant Animal Cock. Hmm. Now you've got to do the intro with Dan having just said Giant Animal Cock. <laughs> Okay, I can do that. I can do this. I'm a pro. Big fat cocks. Big fat cocks. Big greasy cocks. Okay. Hello and welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. You join the classic threesome in the fuck bunker. Sadly, we are without our Scottish contingent because he is literally buried up to the waist in seaweed that's got tangled around his ghoulies. So, to my right is Dan. Hi. To my left is Russ. What? And me, the sexy Rose, in between two... Very sexy other roses, because we're now all full grown. Oh, the okay. sun's been good. Okay. Um, sun's been good to us. We've been good to it. It's been good to us. Uh, the vitamin D has worked. Um, and I'll we give are... you a shot of vitamin D. <laughs> hey. Hey. hey y'all. Um, it is very exciting. Uh, this is the second podcast we've done this week, and the special subject, because we always have a special subject for the second one, is the best games of the last decade, and specifically our personal top five and some honourable mentions. So what we're going to do is we're all going to say our top fives. We're going to talk a little bit about them. Then we're all going to do our top fours, threes, twos, and then we're finally going to crown some winners. Then we'll do some honourable mentions as well. And we'll also include some of the um, comments that we've got on our social feeds from some of our... A fair few from our listeners with uh, some of their suggestions of what they would put out the top spot. So with no further ado... Let's get our phones out, because that seems to be where all of us are keeping our lists today. Mm-hmm. And I just need to go to Google, press Docs, <laughs> Docs, and I'm in! Okay, cool, right. Who I've wants... gone Google Keep rather than Google Docs. Who, who wants to kick us off? I'm going to kick off with a controversial one number at five, number then, five. Yeah, yeah. Dan, what app are you using for note-taking? Just notes. Oh, fucking basic bitch. That is well basic. Yeah, all I've done is write five game names down there. I think you can handle it. Mm, you say that. That is really basic. Sure. I was going to say, if any one of us was going to be well basic, it was going to be you. You've even got an iPhone, and you're still being basic on an iPhone. You got a game for us, Tom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, hang on. Just swallowing. <laughs> okay, so at number five is a game that I have sunk 
a great many hours into my, I mean, into my characters, multiple characters that I've set up over the, over the years that I've been playing it and across multiple platforms. It is at number five, but that should not be taken as anything disparaging towards the game and the pleasure that I have derived from playing it over the last decade. It is Skyrim Ooh. at number five. Mm-hmm. Of the top five games, I've figured to myself, Skyrim is undoubtedly the game that I have sunk the most amount of time and yeah. money into, in terms of how many times I've bought it. I've played it on the Switch. I've got it on the PS3. I've got it on the PC. I've got it on the Xbox. I've also got it on um, the Xbox 360 as well. Yeah. So I have it on multiple platforms, and I've played... I just play it all the time. It's a it's a wonderful game to just dip in and out of. There are there are certain quest lines that I've just played countless times. The Dark Brotherhood I have played so many times. I don't <laughs> even I, I can't even count it. Like multiple times on every single platform that I've ever played it on. Um, the expansions are great. The world is great. The enemies are great. And I know that I'm not the only person that would probably have put it in their top five around this table. Uh, I, I don't know whether. I mean, I'm guessing Russ might have it in his top five as well. I actually. Ah, but I really not. No, it's in my honorable mentions list. Fucking hell. So it would be in your top ten. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So this. I mean, it'd probably be number six. So you see, that, that's the thing. I I, I ummed and ard, and I I just couldn't do it. But I looked at my honorable mentions, and I just thought, do you know what? Which is which of the other games I put on my honorable mentions have I actually gone back to or don't, bought don't on multiple platforms? No, no, exactly. Yeah. And I just I just couldn't find another one like it. So number five of my top five of the last decade, Skyrim. Excellent, yeah, mm-hmm. very well put. Yeah, who goes next? Russ. Russ, go. Cool. Uh, so I've gone for a game which I just found ridiculously enjoyable, surprisingly heartfelt and engaging, and really loved the art style and the visual mm. style of it. Wolfenstein: The New Order. Nice. Oh, yeah, great game. Such an unexpectedly good game in so many ways. Uh, yeah. excellent gameplay rhythms that it's that fast paced id style combat but done in a way where I'm not completely shit at it <laughs> uh, as opposed to doom uh, and yeah a f- just far more engaging story than a game about Nazi space wizards has any right to be <laughs> it should be so silly and in many ways it is very very silly it is but it's genuinely moving yeah and really 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 good uh and i've just had so much fun playing it i played it over and over and over the level design is impeccable mm. some of the levels are just so much fun to mm. don't like all that dicking around in the sewer finding yeah up- upgrades for your little tool thing yeah or um, finding moldy cement yeah yeah <laughs> but um like the weapons are super satisfying the, the weapons are so just like classic fps weapons you got you know your pistol rifle shotgun and some blastery things mm. but they're all implemented really well they all feel really satisfying and uh yeah the the, the level design is just absolutely great just infinitely replayable really good fun you can go through it in different ways lots of little secrets to find it's great absolutely loved it you're right tom yeah sorry tom's tom. just finished himself off just popping yeah, popping yeah, off cool. there well you say Wolfenstein was your number five, yeah? Mm-hmm. Shall I round this out with number five? Number five. Doom. Doom. Doom remake, or whatever it is. Doom. Doom 2016, whatever it is. Doom 2016 uh, is a game that I genuinely didn't think I'd care about. 
Um, I just downloaded it because it was cheap on like a Black Friday sale or something. Uh, and then didn't play it until I had some time off after Christmas that year and then couldn't put it down. That game is amazing. We've said it before and I'll say it again. It's that whole thing of you're not in a room with them. They're in a room with you. You feel about as powerful as you can feel in a game. You walk into a room, you see the monsters. You're pretty certain you're going to just boss it. But at the same time, it provides a challenge. There's no stopping. There's no hiding. You're running around. You're firing all kinds of different guns. You're working out how much ammo it's going to take to, to take one monster down, when you're going to switch to the shotgun, when you can get much closer to another monster, and when you're going to need to use the chainsaw, which requires fuel, which will get you all your ammo back and all your life back as well. How you can uh, do the stylish kills, as it is, so, so you yeah. can gain, gain uh, life back as well. This game is awesome. It's fun. It's about as metal as it gets in terms of games. The soundtrack is... And music, I was going to say. <clears> metal. <throat> the soundtrack is incredible. The story is good. It's It's got a real kind of like 90s sci-fi horror feel to the, the whole game, really. The aesthetics of it as well. You're going to hell. You're going to Mars. Um, and it is just brilliant. I absolutely love it. I just couldn't stop playing it. And after I'd finished it, I wanted to go back and start it again. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. So there we go. Three Bethesda games to kick us off. There we go. That Yeah, that's true, actually, isn't it? I'm just shielding my answers from you guys. So yeah, you I realised I just sneak- left mine sitting there. So you just, yeah, so don't see any sneaky bits. One might be changing on the fly at the moment, because I've just remembered another game that I really like, but I'm not sure. Ooh. See, that's the thing. My honourable mentions list is basically a list of me suddenly going, oh my god, I enjoyed that. Yeah, exactly, oh my god, yeah. I enjoyed this. Oh my god, I love this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so number four yeah. on my list. Now, it might be a bit of a surprise, actually, considering how often I wax lyrical yeah. about this game. But at number four on my list of the best games of the decade yeah. is The Last of Us. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to put this higher. I was thinking to put. I was thinking to myself, I, I, this might actually be the best game I played through the entire decade until the last couple of years where I've realised, actually, that I've also sunk a lot of time into another game, which I'll come to later. Yeah. So number four, The Last of Us. The story of Joel and Ellie's epic journey across the US in the aftermath of the cordyceps fungus uh, virus that turns everyone into zombies is moving heartbreaking, energetic fantastically Mm. executed in terms of story and gameplay it's one of the I think it's rightly regarded as one of the best games of all time, quite literally Mm. because it marries an incredible vision of a post-apocalyptic world excellently executed um, with characters that you actually get invested in. Yeah. It doesn't matter that there are characters that you encounter along the wayside. This story is about Joel and Ellie, and it's about their relationship and how it develops over the course of the game and how the real terror and trauma that they experience brings them it together mm. into a sort of family unit. Yeah. Um, it's wonderful. Naughty Dog pulled it out of almost, it seemed, nowhere. Yeah. when it was released as a PS3. It was basically a swan song for the PS3. Yeah, um, The remastered version on the PS4, which I know Dan has now played. Yes, I've played um, it. Yeah. I mean, I, I banged on about this game maybe two years ago. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have played it at least five, six times in those two years. Yeah. Just to play it through. It's one of those games I go back to and play through all the way every now and then. It's just a, it's just a very nice snuggly oven glove to get into every now and then. Yeah, um, and, and it thoroughly deserves number four of the last uh, de- uh, best games of the decade. Definitely does. Definitely, yeah. definitely deserves number four. Yeah, I agree more. Yeah, excellent. Russell, 
My number four, going all the way back to 2010, Limbo. Oh, oh. good choice. Um, I've gone for Limbo over Inside. In your top five? Yeah. Oh, oh you are a... I'm a contrary you are a little wild card. Yeah. <laughs> you are, you're the wild card. I'm not the wild card. Yeah. You're the wild card. Um... I mean, we we have we have talked about this game way too much already, um, <laughs> but it's it's phenomenal. Came out of nowhere, and I just never seen anything like it or played anything like it, and haven't since really, apart from Inside, which is sort mm. of similar in some ways. Um, it it is as close to perfect in terms of doing what it does very very well as I think you can you can get. I don't really think there's anything you could do to it to improve it without turning it into a different different mm. game yeah I think I, for, I mean for me that it's immortalised by the spider section yeah 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 so creepy so and when you kill it and you sort of you realise what you have to do to get past it you got to go and touch it and climb over it and you know it's still alive yeah and I spent a good five minutes is there any other way around this yeah <laughs> it's sadistic but yeah, it's amazing. It is horrendous. There's there's nothing worse than I think probably pulling the legs out of it. Oh my like, god! Yeah, yeah. the little sort of yeah. resistance and the way the controller yeah. vibrates and <laughs> the stringy bits coming out. It's <laughs> so visceral. It's it awful. Is. It is. It's funny, isn't it? it? It's one of those games that even though it sort of for me it actually loses a bit of pacing towards the end because of the setting. The setting becomes less familiar and a bit more. I don't know. It's you know, it's, it gets more surreal. It gets more end, surreal, yeah. and and then you've got all those moving saw blades and things like that. It becomes a bit frenetic. I, it, the the first three quarters of that game for me, I, I would agree, are, are pretty perfect, pitch perfect. Mm. I think that the change in pace towards the end. Of the thing, I, I feel it works because something that it does very well is it teaches you a mechanic. You use it a couple of times. There's a twist on it, and then it moves on to something else. Yeah, so very you're true. not. Yeah. You know the sort of the, the things that you're doing at the start of the game, you completely moved past by the end of the game. It's not just learn a few tricks and then repeat them ad infinitum in a few different configurations, and the the environment changes as you go through, and the the pacing changes as you go through as well. So yeah, I I yeah I, I don't think you can really make it any better. Fair dues, no resounding good choice, mm-hmm. resounding. Yeah. Dan number four. Well, it's a last of a sandwich for Limbo because I've got last of us at number four as well. Nice. <laughs> Snuck in at the last minute. It was one of those ones where when I did the theatrical cut, just going to watch a couple of films just to see if I can round out my top ten films. And both those films made it in. And I was like, well, now I've got this. And I got bought last of us for Christmas as well uh, with, with this. Well, I'll play it. So I started playing it and I couldn't stop playing it. It is... The story is of a movie quality. Yes. And I know people will be up in arms saying, well, games are a different, just a different form of medium. No, this, this could be a film. You could just take the script of The Last of Us, condense it down to an hour and a half, and it would be a great film. This, if, if it was uh, a movie, it would win cinematography awards because it's beautiful to look at. The world you are traversing is creepy and beautiful as well because it's not just immediately happened. This is, what, 30 years after? 20, 30 years after? 20. Yeah. So, like, everything's overgrown. It's got some beautiful moments in it. Um, the voice acting, the uh, the just the acting in general is incredible from uh, both Troy Baker uh, and Ashley Johnson. Yeah. Um, the, the 
you're right. It's the Joel and Ellie story, and they they play their part perfectly. But then the surrounding characters, the evil uh, people, and it's one of those games where it felt for me like, well, you know, The Walking Dead, the Telltale game, yeah. The Walking Dead is a great game. Yeah, this was this would be what. I can't put. I, I nearly put that on my top five, but now I've played Last of Us. I can't put that on my top five because the Last of Us is a better version of the Walking Dead game, basically, in my opinion. It's it's a better zombie yeah. yes, game, hundred percent. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Um, it's tough at times as well. It's not an easy game. No, it's not just story based. The gameplay relies on things like you might be creeping, in which in most games would be enough to get past an enemy, but are you creeping slow enough? Yeah. Like, are you how how hard are you pushing down on the stick right now? Because <laughs> if yeah. you're pushing down even slightly too much, you're you're dead because the clicker yeah. will just turn around and get you. It is, yeah. It, everyone plays their part perfectly in it. I particularly like the scene in the village in the snow. Yeah. Which I didn't see coming at all. No. Um, and I certainly didn't see the twist as to what's going on there coming. No. It, it's brilliant heartbreaking at times and at the same time stunningly beautiful and throughout the from the start to finish you genuinely care about this relationship and you don't and you do anything for for ellie by the end of it absolutely um yeah i i don't yeah i mean look i could wank on forever same. about it we I will mean, do at some point i mean you you and i need to do yeah. a uh, love letters yeah, yeah. we need to talk about the world we need to talk about the virus everything yeah. that happens the downfall of civilization yeah but it's i mean firm firm number four for me yeah like i i, I started looking at my list and went no that that's that's got to be my top five now but yeah absolutely oh Ooh. you're right tom i think i think i need to... gone a bit gray yeah, yeah it's those percy pigs i think we've Oof. Oh, yeah, I know I, what they do to you. Yeah, I know. They just, they, I think they, they're a bit slippery. If you know what I mean. I'm yeah. just gonna. I'll be, I'll be back. I'll be yeah. back. <sighs> it looks like it's come back again. That's bad. Russ, do you hear that? Yeah, what? I think the fuck is that? Someone... <laughs> ah! Oh. Hello there, boys. Oh, right. What are you doing down there? I've, I've actually been down there uh, since Russ's Christmas party. What Christmas party? You so said you weren't having a Christmas. Oh, sorry. Um, I've been here since last Christmas. Oh, is that when worse? Yeah. That's yeah. When... Um, hello. It's uh, it's good it's good to be it's good to be back in the well. I'm, it's not. Uh, yeah, uh, I haven't been in here for a long time. Maybe just a, a year or so. Um, but uh, while I was there, I've actually written uh, uh, something. I heard that uh, you guys were doing a top five games of the decade. We so, are, yeah, yeah. So I, I thought I would. I thought I'd join in, uh, and I, so good I've written. You. I've written my own list. Good to see you, James. By the way. Okay. Oh yeah, it's good to see you too, Dan. Yeah. How you doing? You, I'm you good. Well? It's been a while. Yeah, great, James. Russ. How are you? You well? You well? We're, we're actually recording a podcast at the moment. Yeah. Oh, great. Okay, yeah, fine. Uh, that's great. Um, so, I mean, to be honest, asking me how I was, Dan, not, 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 very, very, not very professional no, at all. No, sorry, James. Yeah. Actually, yeah. So, um, okay, so look. I hit, I hit. So, you're just jumping in then? Do you, do you want to jump in? Would you like your theme music? Uh, n- no, don't, don't worry about it. I think, I, well, uh, maybe. I mean, look, I haven't been on this. Sh- I mean, look, I've been here, but I haven't been, um, well, I haven't been here. I've been here. I've been under the desk. Oh, the whole time? Yeah, the whole time. Like, I mean, feel free. While we're talking about professionalism, just to go into the Percy Pig packet right there. I'm not going to raise my standards for yeah. someone who's been living under a desk for 12 I months. swear to God, if you were Dan, I would I would have punched your teeth in right now. You'd be shitting teeth tomorrow, mate. Um, so anyway, look, I've written. I, I, I Basically, Russ left the, the room for a bit today, uh, and I typed out on his laptop uh, this, and I printed it out on the uh, printer in the house. Um, 
Handy. James Gurnalist, <laughs> the games journalist, my top five games of the 2010s. Nice. Okay. 2010s. 20, okay. What is it called? The, the Teens. The, 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 is it? That, yeah, the ten, I thought it was the Tenties. That's that's what I've been calling it anyway. Nah, well, you, you call it whatever you want, James. See, I've missed this, haven't you? Haven't you missed this? Yeah, like yeah. just it, like literally slipping in like a warm kitten. Yeah, just straight back into <laughs> it, all nice and snugly. Okay, so this past decade has been, in my opinion, of momentous importance. There have been global shifts in political climates, financial climates, the climate, climate, and of course, the climate has seen a polarization of the cultural climate into an us and them battle of freedom against stupidity, cupidity, and um, fluidity. Fluidity flows. And if you can get it flowing the right way, then it's all tons of fun. Just like I got Dan's mum flowing the right way last night. Ayo! But seriously, what better way to combat this growing climate of waxing and waning fear than with a settling of that climate with a look at my top five games of the decade? Okay, so this decade in games has been a bit of a strange one. Now, it feels like more good games than ever have been packed into the past 10 years. The noughties were one case, but the tenties are quite another. It's been like a gushing outpouring of good games. We've had loads of, and to be fair, whittling them down to just five has been really tough, but I'm never one to shy away from a challenge. Okay, to me, a challenge is never to be shied away from. And in fact, it should be celebrated as a chance to prove your mettle to let the naysayers know that you won't take no for an answer and let the yes-sayers know that they were right to, to back you in the first place. So I've encountered naysayers my entire life. They've been constantly at my back, on my back, up my back, under my back, and actually on one occasion in my armpit, but that's probably another story for another day. And I've heard them say it all. I've heard them say things like, no, James, you can't fill the tank of your car with paraffin. No, James, you can't paint a smiley face on the end of your todger and claim it's a glove puppet from a low-budget children's TV series. No, James, you can't shoot an all-amateur version of Game of Thrones and call it Game of Tits and not expect some legal recourse and on and on and on. But I did all of those things. <laughs> my car exploded like an overripe meringue. I had to do community service and attend a Why My Todger Isn't a Glove Pucket support group. And Game of Tits is now actually entering its fourth season. Uh, it's just not on TV, which actually hasn't affected the ratings at all. Uh, you know, and I did a lot of other stuff too. I did. And any naysayers who, do, who say I didn't are wrong and should just get fucked and mind their own business because it's nothing to do with them. And anyway... I may owe several hundred thousand pounds of Australian dollars in back taxes, but until I get chased for that money, I'm not going to pay anything back. And anyway, even if I did have the money, yeah, I don't. It's actually resting in another account right now and definitely hasn't been spent on coke and hookers because I resent that ac accusation. It's unfounded and it's not fair to say it out loud. And I'm, it's basically slanderous. So, and, and if you wrote it down, it would be libelous. And believe me, I will take it to the UK courts because in those courts, it's on you to prove it's not libel and that is law. Okay? I have read that in a pamphlet, so let's see who understands the law better, shall we? But look, I'm not here to talk about unfounded fake news. I'm here to talk about games and the naysayers. And I want to say that I'm doing this for the yes-sayers. Like Sony, they're doing it for the players, I'm doing it for the yes-sayers. <laughs> it's those people, the optimists that I'm doing this for, the people who support me through everything, the people who said do it when I suggested that Game of Tits be hosted on MySpace, the people who said it'll probably fly when I was melting the paraffin and pouring it into my car, <laughs> the people who said I'll hold up the mirror so you can draw the face right when I was drawing silly hair on the end of my todger. 
It's those people that I'm doing this for. Those are the people who will join me in my fight for positivity. Those people who understand that why I call my ex at 4am in the morning crying and shouting out lines from Happy Gilmore down the phone at her. They're the real people. The real people. And they understand what I'm about. They understand why this list is being made, why it matters, and why all you need to hear it. They're going to soak it in. They want to be free. They want to do what they want to do, and they're going to get loaded, and they're going to have a good time. And that's what I'm going to do too. And when I'm done, you, them, us, me, they, we, you, and him, and her, and, and you too, and you will say yes. You'll say yes, this is what we needed, what we demanded, what we strived for, what we worked for, what we paid off people to do, what we had to sell some shares in Facebook to get, what I had to wank off that tramp to hear. And by God Almighty, you will say, it worked. We worked. We achieved. And you'll sleep that night more soundly than you ever have. Your breakfast will taste in the next morning sweeter than any meal you've ever had. And you will know that this, that this list was the list that defined the decade, defined our lives' work, that it was worth it, that the sweat from all of our brows was lost to the dust for this, this monument to the video games industry. So my top five from one to, my, to from five to one are Rambo the video game, <laughs> Flat Out Three, Fast and Furious Showdown, Alone in the Dark Illumination, and Ride to Hell Retribution, and they all got a solid seven out of ten each. Okay. So, uh, so that's that. That's excellent. Yeah. So that's that. Yeah. You're um you're gonna be leaving the desk the sheds my house yeah i think it's probably about time i just i mean i've been working on that list for a while contractual obligations being what they are mm-hmm. i've got a yep yeah, don't worry about it i will not be I, i'll not be in this garage mm. uh well this mm. well, i say garage mm. this bunker so no worries there cool good to see you james dan do you have a shed <laughs> yeah okay cool don't worry russ i've sorted out alternative accommodation <laughs> great good to good to know shed. yeah it's all good right yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, this yeah. has been really nice. Anyway, look, yeah. I'm not going to outstay my welcome, uh, but there, Russ, there's a few things I need to get, so I'm just going to just, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Bye, guys. Yeah, see you later. Okay. You all right? Yeah, I feel better now. Those Percy pigs are out now. You, Definitely out. Did you know James been living under Russ's desk? And uh, speaking of Percy pigs, where has he been shitting for the last year? Well, there's no one under the desk now. No, he's gone now. No, yeah. you must have just uh, gone past him on the way out. No, nope, didn't a, see him. Strange guy. Yeah, was he all right? What did he do? The top five. Yeah, he was sort of weirdly intense for twenty minutes and then yeah, gave yeah. us his top five. There it is. Yeah, definitely. Classic James. What's What's annoying was he had the same games on his list as I've got on mine. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, I mean, I'm I'm sorry I missed that, but um, I do feel better now. Good. Thanks. Thanks for. I mean, not that anyone did, but thanks for asking. No, no I, I I did care. So what are we on? Number three. three yeah. Number three. Okay. Cool. Now, let me just uh, shield it with the Percy Pig packet. Yeah. The Percy P-P-P. Pig packet. <laughs> These pop shields don't work. No. P- Percy Pig pamphlet. When you expectorate directly into it, no. <laughs> I perspirated over my pamphlet about pondering potato peeling ponces. I mean, can you stop now? <laughs> oh, yeah, fine. Okay. Oh, wait till you finish your Percy <laughs> Pig. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> okay. So, number three. All right. All right. All right. We need a little mastication button. Yeah. Okay, so it's safe to do it now. I believe, isn't it called a cough switch in the industry? <laughs> I've been muted now, right? Yeah. Okay.
But I, I'm still must be being picked up on some other people's microphones right now. Yes. No. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happened. Yes. Yeah. Condenser mic work. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do a laugh. No. <laughs> anyway, Dad, my number three is uh, a really good game. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. Hate to interrupt you there, Tom. <laughs> you can do your number three. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Mm. Oh, no, sorry, I've still got Percy Pig stuck in my teeth. <laughs> okay, so my number three. Uh, now, this is a game that uh, the very first one I played, I picked up because I was standing in a shop, I was buying another game. I looked over to the sort of chart listing on the wall and I saw this game at the top and I thought, you know what, fuck it, bollocks, I'm not going to get this game, I'll get the other one. So I picked it up the top and I went to go and buy it, I took it home, played it, got completely lost in it. That game was Mass Effect. Yeah. This one, my third best game of the decade, yeah. is its sequel, Mass yes. Effect 2. Now it is, I mean, I don't need to talk about Mass Effect 2 at any great length, people know. It is widely applauded as the best, I think, of the Mass Effect games. I agree. Yeah. It's characters are superb. It took all of the good bits of Mass Effect, the characters, yep. the story, yep. the narrative. Yeah. Um, it did away with the shit bits, the combat, oh the armor, annoying fiddling around in your fucking inventory all the time. Bullshit. That God, I'd forgotten how mind-numbingly boring that was. <laughs> it's so boring. Swapping things in and out, upgrading armors like and stuff. Flipping through a catalogue, going, hang on, I've got one of those, but there's a an Elcos combine. That's fuck it, convert everything <laughs> yeah, to jail. Fuck all this. It realised that it didn't it didn't need to do all that. So basically what they kind of did was they were like, Well, right, we want this all to be much bigger, so what we're gonna do, we're gonna fucking kill Shepherd. We're gonna basically fast forward two years, in which time Cerberus has made a bigger, better, more flashy Normandy, um, with Basically, room for loads of people, loads of characters to move in and stuff, and it's just going to be fucking brilliant. And that, that was exactly what they did. They just made everything... They took all the good stuff from Mass Effect, they put it into a new game, and they just amplified everything up to 11. And it worked perfectly. And I I would, I would say probably, in, in terms of raising the stakes, they made it all about a suicide mission that yeah. you were doing. And that's the point. You could only succeed in the suicide mission if you took the time to get to know the characters, to do all their loyalty yeah. missions. It just made you... It, But it didn't feel like work. It felt like mm. you were just getting to know your crew. You were doing it wasn't, it wasn't grinding, crew. was it? It was, no. it was just sort of, go and, go and do all of it and then do the ending. Go on, there's a good chance. Exactly. It, it combined great gameplay with almost resource management. Yeah. Like the way you're shepherd and you're trying to... Like there's the one bit where you have the argument with Miranda and Jack. And yeah. Depending on whose side you land on, could get one of them killed, basically. Because they don't trust you. Yeah, Unless, of course, yeah. you are playing for the second time with yeah. a with a new game Shepherd, yeah. new game plus, in which case you can be a super paragon and just be and do the. I like the I like doing the paragon button, or as I, as I like it, the can't we just all get along button? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which yeah, is yeah. where Shepherd says something like, "I think you're both." Right, and you're both pretty, yeah. <laughs> and, and I think we should just all work together, man. Like, you know, he's just, he's like Neil from The Young Ones. Like, Calm down. Technology hates me, but that's fine. You know, just, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Oh, heavy, heavy, heavy. <laughs> just, like, everybody chill. Um, but yeah, it's brilliant. And it, yeah, number three on my list. I fucking played, I played it through so many times, mm. over and over and over and over and over. I just was hooked. Yeah. for months definitely I Excellent, mass effect 
tattooed myself. It gave me a blind. mass erection. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Two. Right. Mm. <laughs> so that's my number three. Sure. Russ, what is your number three? Are we adding these up? No. No. We're not, not going to put them through the supercomputer. No, we, we can do if you like. <laughs> the supercomputer? Well, Dan's pencil. What, and just work out what is the number one uh, aisle, number one. Oh, are we not giving one point to all of our number fives and four points to all of our number do you, twos? Do you and, want me to do that? <laughs> well, you know. I mean, that, I don't want to tell you how to do your job as sort of producer slash host of the show, but, you know, it, it feels like we need to come up with a definitive top five at the slash end Slash mixing desk, bitch. <laughs> Thanks for that, Tom. Yeah. Um, just don't look at me, just twiddle with the knobs. <laughs> okay, well, no, I'll start adding it up as, you, as you're talking, Russ. Carry on. Okay, but we've done you, some, go! We've done some of them already. I'm, <laughs> adding, the, I'm adding them on, it's fine, Dora. I don't think you'll remember them. What were we on, number three? Yes. GTA Five. For me, Ooh, um, so utterly predictable. It, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I've just had such enormous fun playing that game over and over again. The it's the most satisfying, just dicking about game. I think <laughs> that I've played. Um, you can just tool around, drive some cars, shoot some people, fly a plane into the sea. What what is not to like? Uh, yeah, that sounds like something that. you do a lot, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You drive, you kill some people, <laughs> drive to an airfield, hijack a plane, and then crash it into the sea while sobbing in your underpants. Yeah. <laughs> I but had to do it. It's yeah. great for just making up shit to do. Like you, you can go and you know get in a little private jet and then try and land it on the back of another plane while it's coming in to land in the airport. Oh, Stuff like cool. that, and you realise that you spent seven hours trying to do this, <laughs> and then you've achieved fuck all. I've always said this though, and I think Dan said this as well. You're a lot better at dicking around in games oh, I'm excellent. than we it. are. It's why I never complete anything. It's why it's why I can't it's why I can't play Just Cause Four for, for for a very long amount of time. But I know that if I sat you down in front of it, you'd be fine for days. That's, that's, oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Like if you if you just bash through the story of Just Cause Four, you oh, that's rubbish. <laughs> but if you you need to find the joy in launching cows into petrol tankers. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. A creepy uh, look into your mind there. <laughs> no. Can you attach that helicopter to that bridge and what will happen yeah. when a train comes? It's <laughs> joyous. Uh, Excellent. You're, you're our resident tinkerer, aren't but you? But the reason that's not on the list in GTA Five is is that Just Cause, Just Cause is basically all dicking around and explosions, mm. whereas GTA actually has quite a satisfying story and gameplay mechanic underneath it as well yes the campaign was great hmm. yeah it's excellent i enjoyed it's it. really good but i've never played any i've never played any grand theft auto more than once all the way through oh really yeah so i've played all of them all the way through to completion and then after that never played with them again yeah so i've, I've gone back to them many many times i don't know why but i just don't do it i just don't do it i bought gta 5 for uh, the Xbox One. Yeah, I didn't finish it. And yeah. I played two or three missions. And then did you not try going back and doing it all in first person? Um, yeah, I did try first person, but it, it didn't. It it just it was difficult. It was more, it was harder. Drive trying trying to drive and shoot in first person is very difficult. Yeah, in fact, the, the driving full stop in first person is difficult. Yeah, and and you can't tell when your car's on fire. No. <laughs> I the first thing I did was put it into first person, have a wander around, didn't realise I was on some train tracks and got hit by a train. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty much how you cope with life. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. 
I was on the train tracks again. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise. Yeah. But yeah. No, I love it though. But it's it's just like... If GTA 4 was them trying something new, this is them moulding some, that into something that's actually a lot more fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, it is... It is a lot more fun than GTA 4. The story's great. The, the whole different perspectives is great. I like all of the characters in GTA 5. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a really, really good game. <laughs> Trevor is just <laughs> one of the most psychotically written characters ever. I mean, just unbelievably... He's just... He's he's a fucking razor edge. Like, yeah. just... But he's, he is the... He's there to... What's that term that that game's... The game... Game, some games writer came with the. Uh, I'll get this. L- Ludo narrative dissonance, which is the something like um, Uncharted is a really good example of it. In the cutscenes, mm. Nathan Drake is all like, "Ah, oh, I'm like a tough guy, but I'm also like super sensitive, and I'm a really good person down at heart." And then in the game, you slaughter thousands of people without giving a yes. shit about them. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there is a disconnect there. And Trevor is the sort of the answer to that. He is the character who plays his life like people play games. Just do whatever shit he fancies for fun. Yeah. I like the little details in GTA V. I like that if you take Michael to a suit shop, he looks comfortable and happy when he's trying on suits. If you take Trevor to a suit shop... He looks pissed off <laughs> and kind of like, he's like, he's literally looking at himself like, you know, kind of like getting annoyed. You take him to a fucking thrift store though, where he's putting on like hipster sunglasses and shitty stripy tops and things like that. The guy has a massive smile on his face because he's a fucking <laughs> hipster at heart. Like he's just mental. You got to, it says something about a character who's, whose basically standard outfit is dirty sweatpants and a white dirty t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's what he's most comfortable that, in. That teddy bear that he's fucking is always there as well. Mi- what's his name, Mister? Oh, Mister Raspberry Mis- Jam. Mister Raspberry Jam. His <laughs> missing eye. Yeah, <laughs> covered in spunk. just covered in jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Raspberry Jam. Um, Poor thing. That someone was saying that I was listening I mean, to another. Also, the two people that he murders and steals yeah. oh, yes. their house. Yes, um, because they start shouting at him. I was listening to another Game of the Decade award and someone put, said GTA 5 was their Game of the Decade. I'm like, why? Because it's the little details that, that don't mean anything, but they're just there because it's GTA. Because I was walking around, I saw a bus, I got on the bus and realised it was a Tour of the Stars Homes bus. Mm, and yeah. just, just wandering around. Like, like on there's this a guy bus, yeah. telling you about all the stars that yeah. are houses <laughs> yeah. and things. It doesn't add anything to the game. It's not part of any missions. You don't get an achievement for it. But it's just a fun thing you can do in um, mm. Los Santos. Yeah. No, I, I yeah. agree. It's it, very, very detailed and it all just builds this insanely rich world that's fun to go and disrupt. Yeah, I, I'm I'm more of a fan of, of Grand Theft Auto than I am the Red Dead Redemption world. That's for sure. Red, I mean, the Red Dead world is more detailed and it's yeah. more immersive and you can really luxuriate in it, but it's less fun for dicking around in Yeah, because there are no helicopters. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> or rocket launchers. <laughs> well, G- G- the best thing about GTA is the I wonder if kind of aspect of it as mm. well. Like, when we were all together at your stag do and we decided we wonder if we can get an articulated lorry up a mountain... Yeah, and like little stupid stuff like you realise, you'll be sort of driving along and you're like, what is that trickling out yeah. the back of my car? And you realise that someone's shot you in the gas tank yeah. and the, three seconds before 
it explodes. <laughs> I do. I do still love the whole leaping out the side of the car, like and just rumbling on the road as the <laughs> yeah. car goes, causes a pile up, and you just get up and dust yourself off. <laughs> but like, also, if you get it right, you can sort of jump out and like your car door will smack into some pedestrians yeah. and it'll come off. <laughs> you can watch it back in slow motion as the door just scythes down the road, taking people out, and then like your ass just creams into view and smacks someone's in the face nice really doesn't need to be sharks in that game either but there is no yeah, yeah. working sharks yeah and a working fairground yeah mm-hmm. it's, pretty it's cool. just great and one of the better tennis and golf simulators as well that you'll ever play <laughs> and yoga yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> great the, the yoga is pushing it a bit yeah. the mandatory yoga missions yeah, yeah. <laughs> very frustrating when, when you're on a replay and you're like but it, come on seriously it really does put you in michael's head though yeah like he's clearly like a man on the edge and that's the kind of thing that would push him over. I like how you, when you when you switch characters, they're all doing something different. <laughs> yeah. So you switch back to Trevor, and he can sometimes just be like scootering down a, you know, he's like scootering <laughs> down the motorway, like shouting "Scooter Bros" at some other scooter <laughs> riders, or climbing out of a dumpster, or um, yeah. literally like the last punch in a fight. You know, you can, that he's, I mean, it's just so weird. You can cut to him, and you've immediately got a police rating as well because yeah. yes. he's done something illegal and he's on the run or yeah. so, so you'll cut yeah. to him and you just wake up yeah. in a dress on top of a mountain surrounded yeah. by dead bikers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, oh, that is God, great so that you, yeah, the nearest, you have to get to the nearest clothes shop <laughs> just to get <laughs> something else to wear that's good cool me yes number three well uh, this is um, embarrassing because there's a Mass Effect sandwich this time because I oh. Mass Effect 2 again um, I love Mass Effect 2 it is the best of the Mass Effect games that's been released. Okay, you so you don't see it. Yeah. Mm. It is uh, arguably the best Bioware game that's ever been released as well. Ooh, yeah. hang on. It's up against KOTOR. It is, but I've never played that. Uh, so, <laughs> so I can say that. You fucking what? I've never played KOTOR. You're dead to me. <laughs> I will play it at some point. So <laughs> for the time being, I can say it's my favourite Bioware You can get it game. on the iPad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You can do, yeah. Um but I, you know, I'll, I'll put it behind what Half Life Two. Yeah, should I play that at some point as well? Yeah, um, fucking hell. <laughs> so you're into games? Yeah. <laughs> I quite like games. <laughs> Never played Half Life Two. Oh, All right, God. Um, this is like someone going, well, the original Star Wars, like the ones with Jar Jar in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, with Yoda from like uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> so I like Mass Effect Two. I think in terms of character development. It's pretty damn good for a game. Like, some games really can mess that up. But... <coughs> <coughs> but Tom, I want a Percy Pig as well. Can you cough again? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, yeah, so I, I love the whole loyalty mission as well. I love the whole suicide mission thing as well. It's such a great film trope, that the whole, like getting a band of people together that were nothing left to lose and they're willing to do the, whatever it takes mm-hmm. to stop the world from ending. And and yet there's always that glimmer of hope that they're going to make it. And if you do it just right, they'll make it. And you've got to upgrade your ship and you've got to go do all these missions. And the shooting feels good compared to Mass Effect 1, which is... So good. Oh, my God. Awful Mass Effect 1. Um, um, it's it's You're working for the bad guys, essentially, as well. Cerberus aren't good people. They're just, it's hard to tell what they are, really, at that time. They're the right people at the right time. Yeah, exactly, to save the world, but at the same, at what cost? How much of a footing are they going to get in the Well, I mean, universe? Mass Effect 3 reveals yeah. quite the extent of, 
of what's going on. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the idea that corporations are taking over the world, or the universe in this instance. Yeah. And, and, and they, they do a pretty good job of it in this one. The Elusive Man is a great character as well. Um, every person you can get in your group has the chance to be a great have a great backstory has a great backstory sorry yeah. uh garris has one of the coolest intros i've seen in a video game where he's mm. basically space station batman archangel um, yeah yeah i love it i love that game a lot and I, I i don't play it as much as i should um if only because the lines on shepherd's face annoy me until you get it sorted but uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's um it, it, it's, it's an incredible game, and yeah, it had to be in my top five. Which well, is he, the one that's got Lair of the Shadowbreaker? That's number two. two that's yeah. two, isn't it? That is the best one. He, yeah, um, he, is, yeah. he heals if you're a paragon. Yes. He, he, his cybernetics start to warp, and his eyes yeah. glow red and stuff like that if you're a renegade. Yeah. <laughs> when they're explaining that, it's like, if you're a good person, it'll heal better, and if you're a bad person, you'll look all scary because <laughs> yeah. of some science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, just nodding. I've been nodding along at that point. Yep, yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, uh, okay. It's it's the, the the perfect mix of everything that makes Mass, uh, Mass Effect three good and Mass Effect one good. Mass Effect two is in the middle, being pretty much as bad. Yeah, as it doesn't have the bad yeah. bits of Mass Effect one or three. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's got better story than three and better gameplay than one, basically. So. Mm. And it and it ends in a satisfying way. Yeah, it really does for a middle game, which is difficult to do. Absolutely. And then you get those cool little semi-dicking around missions after the yeah. ending, like where you go to a party and nick a painting or something, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, Kasumi uh, stolen memory, isn't it, or lost memory mm. or something? Like that. Little things like the the funny little space hamster as well in in the the, the bay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just trying to build up your ship collection. Your model and then it ship fucking collection. runs off. And yeah. You have to chase it. Yeah. <laughs> Squeak. <laughs> Uh, I, like, I like that game a lot. And great voice acting as well. Mm. So, yeah. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favourite store on the Citadel. <laughs> yeah. Blasting out of 20 <laughs> stores at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a whore bag. Beginning to think this Commander Shepard is a bit of a sellout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All like, for 3% off the prices. Oh, yes. <laughs> of shit you find lying around anyway. <laughs> Although I loved uh, collecting all the ship models. Yeah. Mm. The only thing you actually need to buy. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Um, oh, sorry. One last thing. Also, Mining Planet's infinitely more fun than uh, driving that than fucking driving ship. Driving on the <laughs> Yeah. Boom. Yeah. The, oh, yeah. Probing Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> really, Shepard? <laughs> <laughs> Again, <So good>. Shepard. <laughs> also, Edie. Unbelievable yeah. character. Mm. Amazing yeah. how in that game... She's just the hologram, yeah. but still has more personality than any she of the people into a in Twilight. Sex robot yeah. in the third. Yeah. I reckon Joke is still trying to put it in her, like it's, it's just a blob of light. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she is a sexy robot. Yeah, she is in the third one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the, it's a bit ridiculous in the third one. Yeah, like she's yes. going to start going rusty around the groinal joints. <laughs> she's um, she's organic. Joker, we need to take she? off in a minute. <laughs> she's organic synth, though, isn't she? She's yeah. um. Synthetic yeah, she's organic. some sort of. She's a blend. Mm. She wears. She she she, she re- refuses to generate the flesh because she thinks it's easier for everyone to accept her as her, as she is. And I like I like the idea of her being unshackled. <laughs> <laughs> but that says more about me than other people. My number two is what? What is number two? You fucking flick the V's at me. I'm saying number two. 
punch you up the bracket. <laughs> up the bracket? <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> um, okay, so number two. Yeah. Well, Russ has already had its predecessor mm-hmm. as one of his mentions. My second favourite game of the last decade is Inside. I absolutely love it. Uh, and I continue to go back to it. Uh, I've got it on the Switch now, so I can take it wherever I go. <laughs> so for, wherever I go, my Switch comes with me. Uh, so that means the inside is with me too. Um, and uh, I still love the music. I still you try putting the Switch inside you. <laughs> I managed to get one of the knobs. <laughs> You'd really want to switch light for that. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't. Yeah. So actually, I didn't think to take one of the Joy Cons. Just, just a Joy Con. Just a cheeky Joy Con with some HD Ooh. rumble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's. I, I mean, look, I continue to go back to it. I think you know, inside took everything that was good about Limbo, and again moved it forward in a nice, you know, in a nice direction. It, it was very good. It was. Excuse me. It was it was scary. Mm-hmm. It was pulse pounding. Uh, the world was very mysterious. This the, the mind control, the humans that appeared to be growing people. Mm. Um, it, it, very very strange. And that you are this small boy at first running from everything, and then as it slowly dawns on you throughout the game, you realise that you are in fact crawling ever closer to something until eventually you become part of that thing and you go on a massive rampage as this multi-limbed fucking amazing blob thing that just, I mean, it's just, it's bizarre and it shifts gears. But there are moments of horror. There are moments of tension. The underwater scenes uh, with the Banshee, uh, sorry, with the Siren is uh, still one of my favourite scary moments of a game Mm. ever. I'm, I'm a big horror fan, so that kind of thing was really good. But I just found myself compelled with Inside. Um, the moment that always sticks out for me is the shockwaves. Um, oh, in that, so good. In that moment. And when you successfully block the shockwave as you're climbing that ladder, suddenly this music comes from nowhere. And I think, I, I mean, I, I played it when we were speaking about it like the very first time we did. I think we, it was one of our very first love letters, wasn't it? We just we mm. called it Inside Inside, I think was the name yes. of the episode. If you guys want to listen to it, it's basically just us. Uh, well, not you guys, but everyone who's listening, if you want to go back, it's called Inside Inside is the episode that we uh, did about it. And I played that music. And it's fucking marvellous. It comes out of nowhere. And it just, that epitomises this game for me. It was It was very good at teaching you a mechanic and then moving on from it. There were recurring mechanics, but there were also very nice gravity game, uh, gravity puzzles with water and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, inside over Limbo. Although I will say that Limbo did is on my honourable mentions oh, list. Oh, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Yeah. Um, and that's it. Number number two for you, Russ. Mass Effect Two. Oh mm. wow! So this has been Mass Effect game, Mass Effect game, Mass Effect Two. Yeah, uh, I mean, don't really have anything more to add. Um, yeah, it's 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 Mass Effect done the best that Mass Effect has been done. Here, here, mm-hmm. yeah, you won't hear. And Andromeda well. and Number Three cannot hold a candle to it. No, and the first one is not great to go back and replay. It's it not. honestly isn't. It was great at the time, but at the it's time, frustrating yeah. now because it, you just think, God, I want to get onto Mass Effect Two. It's funny, isn't it? Mass Effect One was it felt groundbreaking at the time it was and like the the fiction behind it is really fascinating and they tried to make there be a grounded reason for everything even mm. stuff like the holographic displays and things you know they they came up with 
with a solid reasoning for, bearing in mind that those things are utterly impossible in the real world. It yeah. sets up a great sci-fi universe. Yeah, that's the one thing it does. But do you spend really well. altogether too yeah. much time in lifts and yeah. comparing grenades. Yes. yes, that is true. Yeah, um, and the combat is so shonky. You you don't have a clue whether or not you're actually hitting something. Yeah, until it so, falls down. Yeah, yeah, it's it's Sorry, really it's unsatisfying. Just, the the move the movement is is rubbish for for shooting. It's it's yeah. just super super shonky. Um, but yeah, two and three the mechanics were a million times better. But two has the superior gameplay setting, story, characters, development, all that sort of stuff. That's I totally awesome. agree. I totally agree. Cool. My number two. You mm-hmm. it's number in, two. It's an inside sandwich. <laughs> Oh, no way. I've got inside at number two. Uh, just in terms of games that don't need to give you any direction, inside is perfect. Uh, even from the moment when you're running away from the dogs at the start, it gives you just enough time to run away. It's like, just, just like hammer your your, your, joy, your Joy-Con to, to, to the right, and you just make it. Then you come up against the first puzzles. It doesn't tell you anything. Doesn't tell you. It have to tell you what you need to do. You can just work it out for yourself, and it doesn't take too long. In terms of intuitive gameplay, instinctive gameplay, I don't think there's a better game for it. And and the reason I've got it above Limbo is that there are similarities between these two games, but I think Inside kind of perfects it. Uh, you mentioned the sirens one of the scariest moments in a game, just done so perfectly yeah. and so simply as well. And the weird ass ending probably put some people off but just made it just made me want to know more about that world Mm. Uh, have you seen the special edition you can get no with with the the model of the thing at the end oh no i have heard about this yeah yeah yeah. it's awesome yeah it's very cool i do kind of want it yeah Mm. way. but jolie would probably just be like why is there a testicle on the mantelpiece (laughs) testicle (laughs) with legs and arms screaming (laughs) yeah mashup of bollock and tit the, the soundtrack is perfect as well uh the bit that you mentioned with the the shock waves once again that's something you just kind of figure out how to do yes uh it's quite forgiving in that sense but it, it it's still punishing as well at no point do you feel like it's going easy on you but at the same time you always figure you know what to do yeah there are times in limbo when i've gone right i'm looking at this and i have no clue because <laughs> I don't know what button I'm supposed to press to do this. Whereas inside, I don't know how it does it. You just feel like you know exactly what's press, even if you've even if you're doing something you've not done before, including controlling the minds of other people. I think it's because Limbo always felt like you were platforming. Yes. Whereas Inside never does. Inside no. feels like you are. It's a journey. Always driving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. I love them both, but the inside just pips it for me. Okay, well, do you want, well, now we're getting to our number ones. Do you want to just read out Duncan's? I'll read out Duncan's five to top five. Two. Okay, so at number five, Duncan's got Gears of War five. Interesting. Uh, don't don't read his number one. Number four, he's got Halo four. Interesting. Number three, you thought you'd have a three here just to carry on with the theme here. No, he's got he's got Skyrim. Okay. Number two is GTA five. Right. Yes. Okay. Do you want to know what the number one is? Well, we'll. Uh, yeah, let's do Duncan's number one, and then we'll do ours. Uh, inside is Duncan's number one. Really? Mm. So there. Mm. And we've ranked Inside quite high, you and me. We have. We've given it four points each. Four whole is that right? points. <laughs> four points each. Okay, so shall I do my number one? Yes. I think I know what it is, but yeah. Do you, what, you already know what it is? I think I know what it is. Okay. 
So I kind of alluded to it earlier mm. when I was talking about The Last of Us that I was thinking to... No, actually, I was talking about it Skyrim, wasn't I? Mm. I've definitely sunk more hours into Skyrim and I do love myself a fantasy RPG. And it took me a while to get where this game was coming from. And, and suddenly I kind of got to the point where I realised why it was being so unfair all the time (laughs) (laughs) was that moment where i broke through and i think a lot of dark souls players will say the same thing there's a moment when you realize why enemies have such a long wind-up time it's not to show you that they're going to attack it's showing you where they're going to attack so that you can make sure you're not there and get your riposting that's how dark souls works and it's all about stamina management my number one game is dark souls because while it is it is hard, it is never unfair, it is satisfying, and it uses my favourite trick to tell a story in the case that it doesn't tell you the story. It plonks you in the middle, and actually Dark Souls is so deep, and also one of the most fantastically connected worlds. Every single thing that you see in your skybox big towers and stuff like that, the chances are there's something, as Zero Punctuation says, there's something massive in it that wants to kill you and you will probably go there. Even Zero Punctuation, he said, it should be a rule that if you have something in your skybox, you should be allowed to go there because Dark Souls would be absolutely laughing because you go everywhere that you see and you just have a fantastic journey ahead of you. It's never really explained, but if you just follow the path that the game's kind of pushing you towards and you don't explore, you'll get an ending. It, you'll get to the end and you'll feel like, oh yeah, I finished the game, brilliant, it was hard, it was really tough, but you'll miss so much, so, so much. But it's hard. Making progress in Dark Souls is basically smacking your head against a brick wall until one of either your head or the wall <laughs> breaks. And you get there through hard-won, hard-fought strategy until eventually it just... I don't know, it just works and you get into the zone and you suddenly have a run. Like like last night, I, I, I completed Dark Souls for maybe the third or fourth time. I haven't completed it a lot, but I've played it a lot because I love to explore. I love to go to the places, to the locations that I really like being in. And I managed to complete one, two, three. So I, I, I nailed three bosses in my run last night. Three bosses mm-hmm. in three locations in the yeah. game. Nailed them. All in just a row. Boom, boom, boom. Done filled up the Lord Vessel, went through, beat Gwyn, you know, the, the final um, boss at the end of the game. And it was brilliant. But there, there'll be other times where I'll go to a really low-level area of the game, one of the first places that you battle through, and I'll get fucking mullered by, like, some of the <laughs> shittest enemies in the game just because I was overconfident and yeah. cocky. You know, Dark Souls is a game about, you know, measured patience and progression, and I have loved Every single minute, I've I've felt like everything has been hard worn. Yeah, sorry, hard won with Dark Souls. Dark Souls Two leapt off from Dark Souls and and evolved. And from what little I've played of Dark Souls Three, it nails the formula almost brilliantly. But Dark Souls, the original and the remastered one that I played, are just fantastic. I am I'm obsessed. Yeah, love it. Best game of the decade for me. Nice, lovely, Russ. Christ almighty. <laughs> Very loud. Sorry. Portal Very 2. Hey. No shit. Yeah. It's... Oh, God, it's amazing. It's so good. It's the funniest game I've ever played. And 
it's difficult to do funny well in a game because True. it's not a medium that lends itself to timing dictated to you. You know, you set your own pace in a game and that makes comedy very difficult to do well. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, even, as- even aside from that, it doesn't need to be that darkly funny. It 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 would still be a fascinating mechanic. It takes Portal 1, which is not really a full game. It's kind of a... You know, you can see why it was one third of the orange box. It's not, it's not a full retail game on its own, and it turns that into a super compelling game with a unique mechanic that still hasn't been hasn't been bettered. It builds a world that was already fascinating and makes it more fascinating in in weird ways, and it adds that layer of of ridiculous humor to the half-life universe which is a fairly straight-laced place most of the time yeah um but it works really well in that situation uh fucking love it love portal 2 didn't quite make my top five dick yeah no it it was narrowly just edged out by doom basically Mm -hmm. but it is so much fun steven merchant is about as perfect a casting as you can get for someone like wheatley (laughs) Um, weekly laboratories yeah. just brilliant Crossed I, out I love when he's it. in charge and it's just shit did you see his <laughs> awards acceptance speech that he does floating in space yeah <laughs> they fire the award <laughs> I and mean, it just sort of shoots, shoots past <laughs> but um, yeah uh, GLaDOS is funny even when she's a potato in fact particularly when she's a it's potato it's funniest when she's a potato yeah who who is the head but she's also yeah. her most tragic Cave human Johnson. when she's a potato Cave, yeah. Cave Johnson just like all of the just the, the audio recordings that you're hearing in the background just hilarious as well it's it's just brilliant this game is great and then you add the goos the different types of goo to it that do different things as oh well. yeah the goos were good yeah the gels I the believe. gels sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, not the goos your, your goo is something else goosh yeah let's <laughs> Yeah, goosh goosh yeah and then the co-op game is every bit as good as the single player book very well. cool never very, played very it because cool. it involves another motherfucker Russ so do you want to play the co-op game with me at some point I, I don't have gold I don't it's just not worth it I okay. never have time to do it you're missing, you're missing out maybe we should just you know, I don't you can do it on the same Xbox uh, no yeah, you can't ah oh, okay that's a shame I don't think well I'll have a look if you can we'll do it at some point where we'll take it in turns to play the dude what, in front to... of him. Yeah, just go, Russ, look what you're missing. Hey, Russ, come, <laughs> come. No, don't touch the controllers. That's for me and Dan. You just sit there and shut the fuck up and watch this. So, yeah, it's great fun. What's your number one? I mean, it's fairly obvious, isn't it? It's uh, Midnight Club LA. <laughs> no, it's 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 The Witcher 3. It's my number one. It's, the Witcher 3 I is, knew it was coming. Yeah. Aside from Forza, which I put an awful lot of time into because I was drifting around corners a lot, uh, it's the game I've put the most time into since Modern Warfare 2, and Modern Warfare 2 was an online game. I just love the world of The Witcher. Mm. You are travelling through a war-torn land at this point, um, and you you go around a corner, there's three people being hung for whatever reason. You go into a city, they all kind of hate you, but they're all willing to play you at Gwent for some reason. Um, <laughs> That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yes, they'll play Magic, Magic the Gathering with you, but... <laughs> you, you'll stumble upon monsters that sometimes you can beat and sometimes will destroy you because you're not a high enough level yet. 
The supporting characters, once again, are all awesome. Yennefer's great. Triss is great. Dandelion's excellent as well. Um, the decisions you get to make have real effects on the other characters as yeah. well. Um, you genuinely care for Siri, who becomes a, an excellent character in this. It's fun to play. It's uh, Geralt moves very well. Um, and because it's about one character rather than something like Skyrim, which I've never fully got into, the storyline itself feels more fleshed out and feels more true to something that's been in books um, and games for quite a while now. Geralt feels like a living, breathing character because uh, he is a... Well, no, he's not a living, breathing character, but he, he's a fully fleshed out character. Well, he is now Henry Cavill's... Uh, mm. Well, exactly, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's sad in, in places. You get to make some decisions that have... that will leave you feeling a little bit cold at times. It forces you to do things that you wouldn't necessarily want to do. The exploration side of it is, even if it's just finding a new tunic or finding like... Um, uh, flowers flowers yeah but like for example when you're uh just traveling around skelliger like just the random like pirate drops that have been left in the sea for mm. people to come back to so you have to swim down to the to like the bottom of the ocean to find like the the um the chests and open them up and pull out like new suits of armor and stuff i spent uh, probably a good six seven hours just like traveling around trying to find these little boxes in the water it's just brilliant. I love The Witcher. I love the universe. I am the, the more I know about it, the more I'm enjoying it, uh, and I think that says an awful lot. And the game itself is is just great. It has an incredibly tight story for a game that is that wide, that fast, and involves that much exploration as well. Really, really good fun. Really, it's just a great game, and I can't stop playing it. I, I didn't need to buy it on the Switch, but at the same time, I definitely needed to buy it on the Switch. Yeah, so, yeah. I got it at Christmas. It's great. With 128 Have you finished it yet? SD. Well, Witcher 3. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, well, I've finished the storyline. I've yeah. not finished the game. No. If you mean 100% completion. Yeah. No, blood. I need to finish Blood and Wine still. So, uh, come yeah. Come with, yeah. with Blood and Wine I've, and Hearthstone, uh, yeah. Yeah, I've finished, I've finished it all on the Xbox, but I'm looking forward to playing you it. you finished Blood again. and Wine as well? Yeah. Oh, really? i played it all now. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I need to finish that. I still haven't done that. It's, it's, that's really good. That's a vampire storyline, isn't it? They're so, bloody yeah. long games. Yes. Yeah, they are that. But to be fair, true. I've been playing it from since around when it was launched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not launched, released. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just using the right lingo. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, I mean, I've added it all up. Okay. Do you want to know? Do you want to know some scores on the doors here? Absolutely. Let's have some scores on the doors. So with one point, uh, propping up this list, we have Gears Five, Doom, Wolfenstein. Those three all have one point. Two points, Halo Four and Limbo. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, four points, Skyrim and Last of Us. Uh, five points is Dark Souls, Witcher, Portal 2, basically all of our number ones. <laughs> um, seven points is GTA 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the top two, Mass Effect 2 with 10 points. Wow. And Inside is our number one with 13 points. Wow. Which... Oh, I'm happy with that. Kind of makes sense, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? it really does. We dedicated a whole... That was the first yeah. game we dedicated a whole episode to. And we still wouldn't shut up about it afterwards. No, so, yeah. and we kept going. Yeah. It's one of those ones we've been revisiting and going back to the whole time. I'm not surprised. That yeah. sounds pretty good, actually. And it's good to see GTA V getting such high plaudits from us all as well. Yeah. Even though I didn't rank it anywhere in mine. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do we want to? Do we want to do honorable mentions next, or do we want well, to? Well, I say let's, let's 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 just quickly sort of let's do quick rattle fire. off some of yeah. the ones that we thought should have been on. You know, would have, would have been included on tried our top ten. So hard to put Thomas was alone in my top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just course. couldn't. That that was the big one for me that I couldn't quite just shoehorn it in there. Uh, Forza Horizon 4 should probably have been in my top five, considering mm. the amount of time and effort that I've put into it and the amount of time and effort I even think about when I'm not playing it as well. So, But um, but Thomas Was Alone was the big regret there. Um, strongly considered Uncharted 4 as well. Really? After playing it. Playing it for all of two days. Playing it for one day. <laughs> um, but I couldn't put it down. It's so much fun. It's so fluid. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I considered it because I really, really enjoyed it. But then I started considering, is this recency bias? Mm. I'm not so sure. Uh, Super Hot made my honourable mentions as well. Uh, That is a great game. Uh, Wolfenstein as well made my honourable mentions. But yeah, what else has everyone got? I'll ping. Uh, So Limbo, honourable mention. The original Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Witcher 3, obviously. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, Thomas was alone. I had on there. I had What Remains of Edith Finch was on my oh, list. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Alien Isolation yep. was on. Doom 2016. Bioshock Infinite. Fallout 4. Uh, oh, un- yeah. Undertale. Portal 2 was in my uh, honorable yeah, mention. Portal 2 was mm-hmm. up there as well. Uh, Correct. So was Life is Strange. Yeah, Life is Strange uh, and Walking Dead for that matter. Tales yeah, Walking Dead. and uh, the final one for me in honourable mentions was PT, but I, I mm. kind of figured that I was just biased because that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> and, and I and I love that sort of game. <laughs> um, Oxenfree as well. Oh, Oxenfree was, was another one, one that I really, yeah. really liked. Yeah. You were in my game. I know, I saw it here. Yeah, yeah, Gloogly, yeah. yeah, you were in there. Mm. You, you appeared as a phantom. Uh, so my honourable mentions are uh, Halo Reach. Yeah. Firewatch, Mass Effect 3, mm-hmm. but, you know. <laughs> uh, Skyrim, obviously, yeah. Inside. Red Dead 2, I didn't feel I could put that in my top five because I, I haven't really completed mm. it yet. Uh, Just Cause 3, as mentioned. Thomas Was Alone and Super Hot. Yeah. Nice. Should we go through what other people have been saying? Let's, mm. let's do some um, fans. Uh, Alex, so Alex, I wildly disagree with. Alex Ailes has said his top five journey is number five. Wow. Four is Super Hot VR, which is cool. I kind of want to give that a go. I'd, I'd love like to play it in yeah. VR, yeah. Uh, three was Inside. Okay. Excellent. Uh, two was Alien Isolation, uh, and one was Fallout 4. Interesting. That's and number one. Then we've got uh, Paul Edge commented. He said uh, Skyrim. <laughs> Just exclamation mark Skyrim. Oh, that was yep. it, just Skyrim. Just Skyrim, yeah. Skyrim! Five times. He did, however, say something on Twitter as I bring that up as well. Don't hold your phone too close to the mic. I'm trying not to. <laughs> You're now holding it close to my mic. There we go. I can't do that. Right, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, where have we got it? Uh, Paul Edge also said Minecraft, going strong since 2011. Yeah. Uh, Doom as well. 2016. Yep. Uh, and then we had... Uh, Geeky Dad, he gave us quite a long list. Uh, he, uh, this is Will, who was on the pod a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fallout New Vegas, Deus Ex, Human Revolution. Deus Ex. Oh, I realised. Deus Ex. As soon as I fucking said it, I realised. Um, XCOM, Enemy Unknown, Sonic Mania, Assassin's Creed oh, really? 4, FTL, The Banner Saga, Crypto the Necro, Necro Dancer, City Skyline, Doom, Superhot VR, Overcooked, Subnautica, Two Point Hospital and The Outer Worlds. 
Mm. Outer Worlds. Yeah, that's a very recent one. He loves that game. Though. I've seen, uh, I've seen him talk about that a bit of an Obsidian fan. Yeah. Lucy, who was on our Halo podcast, mm-hmm. uh, said Skyrim lost a good part of my decade to this, and I have no regrets. Um, and then we've got some more here as well. Got a few here. So bring it up if I find the right thing. Sorry, one second. So rubble, rubble, rubble. Um. Okay, so Dave, uh, formerly of the Adventure Authority podcast, Stardew Valley, Minecraft, Breath of the Wild, Borderlands 2, Civ 5. And then David of the same podcast, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Witcher 3, Fallout New Vegas, Total War, Warhammer 2, GTA 5. Mm. Um, And then Dan, who is on our Starfinder podcast. Oh, other Dan. Other Dan, yep. Fire Emblem Three Houses, Witcher 3, Skyrim, uh, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and Mass Effect 2. Nice. Um, then Charlie, who is a good friend, my hetero game partner, um, he uh, has said, he's got quite an extensive list here, uh, Heavy Rain, Witcher 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, Bloodborne, Rock Band 2, Portal 2, Mass Effect 2, Cuphead, God of War, and Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm sorry, Heavy Rain? Heavy, I love Heavy Rain, man. Jason! But so so his explanation Jason! for this is excellent. Because people I used, did love Heavy Rain. Because I, I yeah. worked I worked with Heavy Rain, worked with him, worked with Heavy Rain. I worked with Charlie when Heavy Rain came out and we both have it had it. Uh, and it was the first game that we kind of sat down and went, right, so what ending did you get? So how did what happened in your How did you have uh, did you have a PS3? Yeah. Traded, oh, did you? Traded in. Oh fair dues. Yeah. Uh Heavy Rain is near the top. I have such fond memories of sharing experiences with you about how different our games played out. He also said Metal Gear Solid 5 was very high for him. It was good, yeah. but yeah, it wasn't a genius game for me. Um, and then Sarah says, he, she couldn't remember what she put originally, but she's got Skyrim, Dragon Age Inquisition, uh, Overwatch, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, and Subnautica. Nice. Subnautica. Yeah, she Interesting loves Subnautica. One. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there we go. That is quite a quite a bit there from other people so. yeah and thank you so much everyone for yeah. getting involved with that one that was nice to have so many listeners uh, engaging nice. with us it was really nice yeah. anyway if you agreed with it or you want to share anything uh, of your uh, favourite games of the last decade do so on our f- uh, social oh, fucking hell social media feeds on Facebook Instagram and Twitter our handle is at TMTOOH and don't forget that our sister pod Theatrical Cut is also on Twitter at uh, is also on Facebook yeah. and Instagram <laughs> under Theatrical Cut Pod. Pod, yeah. On both. On Instagram, Theatrical on, Cut, on, on Facebook. Bollocks, I'll get it one day. <laughs> um, and at the moment, they're doing some stuff that Dan will now tell you about. Yeah, so it's the... Quickly, end of, top line, top end line. Of year Just review, keep it top line. End of year review. Top line, top, Dan. Top, top five TV Let's series. Let's detail. Come top, on, just top line. Top five TV series, worst films of the year, and their collective uh, film of the year as well. Excellent. What's your favourite TV series of the year, last year? Rick and Morty. Yeah, fair enough. Favourite TV series of last year? Yeah, it's The Expanse. Good choice. That's what I might choice. Oh, I probably say that, actually, because that's spoiled from the Rob... I don't, I don't know. I never know when anything's released. Okay, fair enough. I don't, you, have to, you can't just bring this shit on us, man. Sorry that I just asked. Okay, fine. Um, it's probably Living With Yourself. That was oh, there you go, exceptional. Nice. Nice. Um, and yeah, we're, we're rounding up the Starfinder podcast for TMTOH and moving over to a new channel as well. Play RPGs, but there'll be more on that in the coming weeks. Excellent. Mm. Um, the, one last thing. What game are you most excited about in the next decade? 
In the next decade. Yeah. <laughs> so you really mean in the next year or so, yeah, which basically. is as far as they've announced yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, what's, oh, oh and, and we meant to say this. What's the one thing we've liked in gaming that's happened over the last 10 years? Uh, the one I'm most looking forward to yeah. is uh, Last of Us 2. Yeah. The, most ex- the, the thing that I've liked the most that's happened over the last decade mm. is Naughty Dog's transition from Crash Bandicoot. Back Bandicoot, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. And the first Uncharted, which undoubtedly laid the mm. seeds for the, the development of the Uncharted yeah. series and their eventual creation of Last of Us. Yeah. It is a revelation. Uh, for me, either Game Pass or backwards compatibility on the Xbox, I think, has been great for gaming oh, in general. Mm. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. about gaming, no, but yeah. that, that was what I said yeah, yeah. as well, wasn't it? it was yeah, Game yeah, yeah. Pass was the best thing that's happened, yeah, as well. Yeah. Sorry. I think it's only going to go from strength to strength as well. It was my idea for Okay, fine. You can <laughs> have that. I'll have backward compatibility then. Yes. Um, you! Okay, game I was most excited about uh, uh, Halo. What? Halo Infinite. Oh, well, yeah. I was going to say I was going to say the same thing as you, but I'm not because okay. it's Cyberpunk. Oh, shit, yeah. Holly, Holly, <laughs> Holly Bennett. Ho- Holly. <laughs> Holly, I'm 90% my, my friend let... Tom's masturbated over you. They pulled, they pulled me out too quick. My flip-flops are still in the hall, Holly. <laughs> Holly, <laughs> my flip-flops. They're, they're still there, Holly. Holly. <laughs> the floor's quite cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, nice. Cyberpunk. Yeah, and what's the best thing about gaming for the last over the last ten years? God knows. Hopefully, the sort of the the decline and hopeful demise of the over reliance on stuff like microtransactions and loot boxes. Oh, Fuck the next yeah. ten years. Good yeah, answer. True. Yeah, and I think it's heading that way. Judging Good. by the, how all encompassing games, all in one games are now. Yeah. So yeah, and the synergize. <laughs> <laughs> zero day DLC bullshit type stuff yeah yes it, it, it kind of has peaked in the last few years and, and I think people have just had enough of it now do you know I, I tell agree. you what something I, this is just a random thing very recently it feels like over the last year we haven't had anywhere near as many launch day fuck ups as yeah. we have in the earlier half of the there was one decade. wasn't there well, there was one but oh, I can't remember who it was Tom Clancy's Breakpoint yeah, that didn't. Yeah, was it Destiny Two had a bit of a fuck up on its launch? Mm. Mm. I mean, Destiny Two was just a bit of a fuck up, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Anyway, there we go. All done and dusted. Any more for any more? No, we all good. Yeah, it's excellent. That was the decade. Thank you very much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. As I said, get in touch with us if you want to share any of your bits and bobs with us about your favourite things of the decade, what you've been up to, or whether you just want to share some news. See you next week. Not with our eyes. Bye. Cue the music. Move (laughs) exit. Frictionless like butter. (laughs) 